This is Charlie's Kitchen. I'm on a trek to become a better home chef, and I'm here to share my experiences with you. I'm testing out cookbooks and learning new things, and each week I'll share with you what's on my menu. From wild successes to disastrous failures, you'll hear it all. So get ready and welcome to Charlie's Kitchen. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Charlie's Kitchen. Today, we will be talking about the recipe that I just made from Gordon Ramsay's home cooking cookbook. It was the beef meatball sandwich with melting mozzarella and tomato salsa. All right, before we get started on that, um, I just wanted to go over something that I forgot to mention last time, uh, which is in addition... Uh, uh, <laughs> from another recipe from last week. Uh, let's see, was it the risotto? I think that used mascarpone cheese. And I told you guys that I was going to give you an update when I finally found something to do with my leftover mascarpone cheese. And I had the perfect thing happen. Uh, I ended up being able to use, or I ended up using the remainder of the lime syrup that I had left over from the coconut pancakes uh, from the very first recipe that I made uh, last Monday. So yeah, what I uh, ended up doing with that um, is I mixed, so first off, I mixed in the rest of that lime syrup with the remainder of the mascarpone cheese that I had. And then uh, I had some whipping cream. So I whipped that up uh, and then folded it gently into the mascarpone cheese mixture. And I, truth be told, I wanted to make like a little mini kind of key lime pie, I guess, um, and put that mixture into a ramekin over like a graham cracker crust. So I went in my pantry to find the graham crackers to make the graham cracker cr crust. And I knew I had some graham crackers because I've been looking at this box uh, for a couple months wondering when I'd uh, be able to use it. Um, but, uh, imagine my surprise when I opened up the box of graham crackers and found only half of one graham cracker remaining. <laughs> so, uh, there wasn't really any way I was going to be making that half of a graham cracker into, uh, a crust for the, that whole filling that I had. So I decided that I would make some cookies, um, to then make like a a cookie crust. Well, that was my, my first idea <laughs> to make a cookie crust. I, I didn't have any, uh, uh, prepackaged cookies that I could use for crumbs for a, a crust like that. But, um, I thought I could make some of my own crunchy cookies. And, uh, well, first off the, uh, first the idea was to, to use that to make a crust. And then uh, when I got more impatient and more hungry for dessert, I figured I'd just make the cookies and have the cookies on top. So <laughs> that's, that was more of the direction that I went. Um, and I wanted just something, a simple uh, snappy cookie, you know, something that would give that definite crunch to, to balance off the the uh, roundness and, and <laughs> I guess, fullness of the uh, mascarpone cheese whipped cream uh, lime mixture. So, uh, I found a recipe for some reason, butter cookies came to mind. Uh, I don't know that I've ever actually made a butter cookie before. It was very similar to a shortbread, um, with the exception of, 
in, in addition to the flour, butter, uh, sugar, um, uh, also added in uh, an egg yolk. Um, and so I made these, uh, these butter cookies and they, they looked great. Uh, and I, I, I cut some corners so that I could get it done faster. Cause really I just want a dessert at this point. Oh, and, and mind you, this was, this was right after <laughs> this was the night of the, uh, uh, spaghetti anchovy olive disaster. <laughs> so I was just ready to, to uh, stuff my face with something delicious and, and, uh, sweet and tasty. So I, I was uh, all about cutting corners and just getting something fast and tasty. And, uh, yeah, so I made these butter cookies and they were <laughs> so soft. <laughs> they were like melt in your mouth cookies. And I'm sure any other night I would have been totally over the moon to have made these, but I was just, I just wanted something with that snap, that crunch, that same kind of thing that you would get from a, a graham cracker or I don't know, like an Oreo, I guess. <laughs> Oh, so I was a little disappointed there, but, uh, I, I still ate it. <laughs> I have to say I, I kept, um, uh, th the recipe said you could leave the, the cookies on the pan, uh, in the oven after they finished baking, just crack the door open and turn the temperature off to kind of help them dry out to make them a little more crisp. Um, so I tried that. And, and so of course I had to, I sampled a cookie about every <laughs> 10 or 15 minutes waiting for them to dry out more. Um, they didn't get to the point that I wanted, but, uh, I, I did end up with a belly full of cookies and then topped it all off with that, uh, that nice, uh, creamy, uh, mascarpone dessert. So that's, that's how I ended up using the rest of my mascarpone cheese. Um, I, uh, I don't think I'd make it again. <laughs> it was, a, I mean, it was a good last ditch effort to, to use things out of my pantry, but I, I think I could find better uses for that, uh, that nice, uh, expensive <laughs> mascarpone cheese that I had. It was, uh, it was a bit of a bummer, but oh, well, it was <laughs> anyway, it was a uh, hundred times at least better than that, uh, anchovy pasta. So, uh, at least there's that. All right. Well, let's move on and, and get talking today. And I'm sorry, I, I'm all stuffed up. I don't know what it is. So if you hear me <laughs> snort or snuffle a few times, that's what that is. Uh, and I don't have, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's really gross. I don't have Kleenexes in here or anything or else I'm sure you'd hear me blowing my nose like crazy. Um, so let's see, uh, back to tonight. Um, it's beef meatball sandwich with melting mozzarella and tomato salsa. Um, this was the, the first in, uh, the, th this week's list of recipes of me trying to give Gordon Ramsay one more chance, uh, to impress me and to, uh, knock my socks off with something, uh, food that I would be excited to make at home on a weeknight. And well, let's just say, uh, he definitely made up for last week's disaster with the pasta. Um, but I felt like it still missed the mark, um, as far as, uh, a reliable recipe to turn to. So basically what we have here, this, uh, recipe for a meatball sandwich is uh, you have your roll. Uh, I used hoagie rolls, um, and then you have meatballs, which are, these meatballs are pretty basic. It's just the uh, ground beef, um, onions and garlic, and then uh, breadcrumbs. 
and a little bit of milk to, to soften those breadcrumbs at first. So uh, pretty basic meatballs. And then um, on top of that, you put mozzarella cheese and then you make like pico de gallo and put that on top and then top it off with your top bun. And there you go. You have a sandwich. So, <laughs> uh, oh, and the silly thing is, so when uh, Gordon Ramsay describes this recipe in the introduction here, he says, oh, it's a, a simple variation on the beef burger with mozzarella instead of Swiss cheese, and a tomato, onion, and cilantro salsa as a fresher take on ketchup. Okay, now, this is not... First off, who's putting Swiss cheese on their burger? It's, it should be cheddar. Uh, second, no, pico de gallo is not a... Tom- uh, 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 what do you call ketchup substitute? Um excuse me, it's a salsa and it's, it's, <laughs> there's not a spin on anything here. It is straight pico de gallo. He keeps calling it a nice tomato salsa, which I guess it is technically what it is, but whatever. Um, but it, <laughs> the first thing Adam, uh, my husband said when, uh, when he took a bite into the sandwich, he said, where's the sauce? <laughs> I said, there is no sauce. It's just <laughs> the tomato mixture or tomatoes. Um, he's like, well, no, like, where's the sauce? What kind of sauce? <laughs> Where is it? Oh, it's just not there. It's missing. Uh, so yeah, that's, I think that's a big glaring omission. I agree. It was, uh, it was missing something. It was missing that, that juiciness that, uh, uh, you know, how sauce just kind of brings stuff together. It, um, unifies the whole thing and it makes it all sloppy. <laughs> um, yeah, and so uh, we we discussed it for a little bit, and um, what we came up with, or uh, what Adam suggested, would be like a, a blue cheese aioli would be great on there, um, like some blue cheesy sauce. Um, and then the second suggestion he made was for orange sauce. And I thought, orange? <laughs> Where are you pulling orange from? Like, I get, you know, trying to take interesting spins on things, but an orange sauce on this meatball mozzarella tomato sandwich. Um, no, what he meant was an orange colored sauce. Um, he was trying to get the, the effect of, of, uh, I guess it would be like a thousand Island dressing or uh, maybe a chipotle sauce or something like that. Something that, that is the color orange and, and that, you know, have, having that image of, of an orange sauce kind of evo- evokes those, those flavors. Um, but <laughs> I was just, I just thought that was funny. Uh, I was so, I, I didn't understand. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so yeah, we think definitely missing a sauce. Um, and then I was, uh, another thing that uh, that I thought was a little off balance here in the pico de gallo itself, um, it calls for three toma- three tomatoes and then half of a red onion. Um, and I don't know if it's just me or my area. I don't think it is. But the red onions that we get in the grocery store here are huge, like like huge. <laughs> so if you take half of a red onion and chop it all up, you're and compare that to the amount of three tomatoes that you have chopped up. It's like almost the same amount it feels like. And I feel like that the red onions are really strong and really overpowering. Uh, so I was really concerned putting that much in. So I went, I did maybe a 
quarter of the of the uh, red onion. And still, I think it was too much. Like, there's just something about that red onion flavor that just it cuts through everything else and it sticks with you. Um, so, yeah, I definitely, if you are using this as a guide to make pico de gallo, which I don't suggest, uh, <laughs> then cut down on that red onion because that's, that's just too much, too much. Um, and, and, yeah, the other thing about this is uh, he used uh, white wine vinegar, uh, for the pico de gallo, which I mean, it's a, you know, it's a little, his own little spin on it, I guess, but just use lime juice. If you're making pico de gallo, just be honest about it. Use limes, <laughs> put some lime juice in there. Uh, no need to get all fancy with white wine vinegar and whatever. So yeah, that was, <laughs> that was my, my take on that. Uh, just be honest. You're making pico de gallo, just do it the way it's meant to be made. So <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. I'm trying to pretend that Pico de Gallo is your substitute for ketchup. I mean, come on, Gordon. Come on. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well, you know, here, I mean, look at what else we have on here. We have, we've got meatballs, mozzarella, and then this tomato salsa kind of thing. Just Put a marinara sauce on there and you've got a meatball sub. Perfect. Like, <laughs> I don't know why he's trying to get all weird here. Oh, my. Um, but, yeah, so let's see. Overall, I'd say the recipe was pretty good. I mean, like I said, it's kind of basic. You're just making meatballs and then putting it on a sub and topping it with pico de gallo. So, uh, yeah, the only thing was it, it doesn't. Uh, the recipe doesn't specify how much salt to use. And I was concerned about putting too much because at each step in the first, uh, uh, first part of the recipe he says, add salt and pepper, add salt and pepper, add salt and pepper. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be adding so much. It's going to be too much. So I, I actually, I didn't add quite enough salt to the, the meatball, uh, mixture, um, and so the, yeah, the meatballs were a little under seasoned. Um, and that part's on me for sure. I didn't, I didn't think it through and I, I wasn't measuring as I went along. So I was just kind of throwing dashes in here and there. Um, so that's, that's on me and, uh, I, I accept that, but, but Hey, overall, I mean, there's not too much that could go wrong here. <laughs> it's just, it's just meatballs, put them on a roll, add some cheese add some tomatoes. Like it's, it's pretty, pretty hard to mess up, I'd say. Um, and let's see, I, I think I, I estimated this one to take me about, um, uh, to take me about 75 minutes and we came out just, just over that. I think it was, uh, uh, 80, between 80 and 85 minutes total. Um, but that, uh, that said, there is a lot of resting time in here. Like you wait for the, you, you chill the meatballs for 30 minutes and then uh, you're cooking the meatballs over, over medium low heat. And those, that, that takes a little while. So, um, uh, yeah, it was, it, it was overall, it was really easy and, uh, came to, came together really nicely. <sighs> yeah. So I don't know. I'd say it's, uh, that's pretty good, I guess. <laughs> like I said, I, I don't think this, uh, uh, this doesn't get, 
get Gordon Ramsay off the hook for uh, the rest of this book. There's, there's, I don't, I still don't think there's any way that I'm keeping this around another week, <laughs> but it'll be nice if I can get through this week, uh, happy with the, the recipes and the, and the food that I make. So, <laughs> so that's where we are today. Um, tomorrow is going to be an exciting day, uh, for me and my family. Um, so I'm actually pregnant and I'm 20 weeks pregnant. So tomorrow is my ultrasound and we get to go and find out what gender the baby is. Uh, so that's happening right at the end of work. Um, I get to leave a little bit early and then, uh, I've got that that big appointment and everything. So I'll probably be getting back a little bit later so I'll have less time for making dinner. Um, so I'm thinking, I think there's there's two shorter recipes um, from this week that, that should take uh, under an hour both to make. So I think uh, what we'll be making tomorrow will be the chili beef uh, uh, and lettuce wraps. Um, and so, yeah, that's... Uh, uh, a little lighter fare. It's, um, you make this ground beef mixture and, uh, season it with, um, uh, with chilies and you get like a little, a nice little chili sauce to go on top. Um, and then put that in, uh, little lettuce cups. Um, but of course to, uh, appease my husband, uh, I won't just be serving beef and lettuce. Um, I will be making, uh, just plain white rice on the side <laughs> and then he can, uh, pick his lettuce as he pleases. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, that'll be on the docket tomorrow, but uh, I think <laughs> my mind will be elsewhere. So uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully this uh, this meal will come together quickly tomorrow, um, so we can get back to celebrating, uh, getting pictures of our new little baby. So um, I think that's all that I have for tonight. I know it's a, this is a little bit shorter than usual, but I did just, uh, <laughs> I did just record the, the last episode, just, uh, a matter of hours ago. So I, I don't have much extra to say. <laughs> so, um, that's all I have for you guys tonight. I wish you a good rest of your day. I hope that you are, um, enjoying the food that you are, uh, either cooking yourself or, uh, eating from others. Uh, just as, um, as you go about your day, just, just in, enjoy the, the food that you get to eat. Um, unless of course it is, uh, tomato anchovy olive pasta, um, from Gordon Ramsay's home cooking cookbook. Uh, you get a free pass there to be angry as heck, uh, if you have to eat that tonight. <laughs> so, uh, thank you everybody. It's been a pleasure talking with you this evening and I will talk to you really soon. 